Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in the world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? What will they do? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are back to another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome back to our own favorite, everybody. Representing Neverwinter is Nikhil Chodimala. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nagoni, and he is ready. Ooh, a statement of positivity. Brandon Thresher. I play Magdor Bandiron, and I know I complain about his left arm being missing, but I'm all right now. from the i like i i looked at your the interesting i'm like uh he didn't list anything interesting he's probably got nothing to say no you you that was a (laughs) nice right hook uh and yours truly as nox who gives first formalities to their new personality and last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master glenn houston Hi, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? Spelled like Huston. Oh. Yeah, spelled like every, Huston. Every time Appar- I hear Appar- your last name now. Did I say Apparently you like City in Texas. Oh, yeah. I do. I do like turtles. I, I very much like turtles. I'm a tortoise guy. Yeah, I, at one point, That's I was known fight. as Razeth Turtle Slayer because I just killed turtles whenever I saw them, but then I changed a heart and I really like them now. Like, are we talking about in video up. games or IRL? Like, no, I did not kill them in real life. Okay. I killed them in Ark. When I was 10 years... Arc. Thank God. Ah, okay. Like, you know, you're mowing the lawn and you just see this turtle trying to, you know, get over to the, the ditch and you're like... <laughs> 10 points. <laughs> yo, fuck that turtle. <laughs> That's fucked up, yo. No, no. I never... Turtles are great. Right, of course. Probably. Probably. We have, uh, st- I had a pet box turtle when I was a kid for a little while. Did you really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did too, actually. Kept it in a tub with uh, with grass and carrots. One of my mom's abusive boyfriends actually jumped into a lake in the local area and got a uh, painted box turtle for me. It was a nice. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean that's a nice gesture. But I just want to you know make it clear he was a bad person. But Not he, he did a good thing at the time, so you know uh, even bad people can do good <laughs> deeds. So true. Let us all of the players, of course, uh, Glenn. You take it back, relax, yeah. and enjoy yourself. Let's all roll a d twenty to see who gets to do the recap. Looks like it's an easy day for me, boys. Uh, I rolled a 14. I rolled a 16. And I rolled a 19. Wow. Ooh, is this... Ooh, this is recap number two for Nick. He even wrote it, I think. I'm going to say kind of fitting, considering he had... He was the one that decided to write the uh, the intro for this week. I did not decide to write the intro. It was merely thrust upon me, and I did as I was told, <laughs> because I am oh. the youngest here, and I must obey. Responsibility yeah, is I guess you are the youngest. a mantle not easily mm-hmm. bored. All right, Kohai, take it away. Give me one second. I'll give you three. <laughs> Previously on Casual Quest Masters, gang stars preparing for their trip to Luskin and go their separate ways to retrieve their gear from their homes. Upon arrival, they discover knights in training awaiting them to pick up, pack up their belongings to take to storage while the gang is away on their mission. Upon returning to Neverwinter, their belongings would be waiting for them in their new residence. Magdor has little to nothing, 
Vol retrieves his work gear and Roger is greeted by a familiar entity. Roger is met face to face with the Raven Queen, who offers up Roger a chance to embrace a new magical opportunity. Roger, upon much self-reflection, embraces a form that they're more comfortable in, Nox. A form closer to their changeling self, but with half-elf half traits. Magdor seeks out his dwarven blacksmith friend for some iron chips he plans to use in some way. Ol decides to spend the night at the beach leviathan bar where the gang reunites and hijinks ensue. Nox tosses a drink at Vol. Vol is in a better than usual mood. Vol and Magdor invent a new move, the Dwarf Cannon. Also upon cleaning out his place for essential gear, Vol promises Nox a staff he had found from previous travels that was just lying around. Vol and Nox spend the night at the Leviathan. Vol spends the rest of the night reflecting and preparing himself mentally for the job to come. Nox goes out to buy some warmer clothing and comes back seeking support from Vol but doesn't find it. Magdor spends the night drinking with his dwarven blacksmith friend and is awoken by a sound or voice emanating from the fire pit. The voice whispered, Ethereum. Ethereum. <laughs> and that's it. That's the recap. Inspiration point. Great job. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody understands where we're at. That's awesome. So I, I just want to have it known. The last session I wrote, I think I gave all of, I did not even give a single sentence to the things that you did. So this week we get to maybe do what I wrote last week, <laughs> but that's the beauty of an unchained campaign is you get to kind of like lead the way on your own. Sometimes, sometimes you go off the beaten path and we have great character moments like we did last time. So I want to applaud you all as players. Cause that was a lot of fun for me to kind of like improv a little bit but also give you some fun you know you also like molded some really cool development for your characters so as we embark on this day you wake up in the morning and uh the day is yours uh where you would like to go how specifically because you did talk a little bit about maybe taking a boat but magdor was super against it you talked about maybe doing it by foot, but also maybe trying to get some horses. Um, there was a lot of talk of different ways to get there, but I don't know if you actually locked down on one. So you wake up with that kind of prominently ahead because that's the main challenge ahead of you is how you're going to get up to Luskin. I think um, I think we decided on horse, actually. Uh, I forgot to mention that, but yeah, oh. I think we decided on horse. Sorry. You did not take into account the fact that horses cost money and you didn't figure out where you were going to get horses. This is true. That's, that's what I was going to say. But, I apologize for forgetting that. But yes, I think we decided on a horse. So okay. now we just have to source said horses. I would probably wake up and the first thing I would be, I realized that Lord Never Ember screwed us over on our money. He never paid us for our escort. Yeah, he did. That was a part of uh, going to see uh, El Jura. She gave you the pay yeah. and the... Oh, did she? And the equipment. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nox uh, yeah, goes back to sleep for five minutes. It's kind of like that uh, <laughs> that picture where it's like, ah, oh, why am I'll I up at school. 7.30? Yeah, I'll leave school. Oh. Wait, I'm a teacher! <laughs> she's out again. <laughs> Ah, huh. Oh, 
Dad. Oh wow, they're in my dreams now. Uh, I guess <laughs> I, I'd probably get out of bed. I would know that Vol's the type of person like wakes up like exactly one hour before they ask crack of dawn. He's probably doing his thing, and I already fucked with them, so I'd pr probably be waiting outside the door for him if he's not out already. Um, yeah, considering this is officially day one of the job, uh, and considering how early we went to bed, at least Vol tried to sleep while commotion was 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 uh, occurring in in his vicinity. Um, somebody was in in the uh, middle of training intensely. Um, <laughs> as as for the job, as Tyler, yes, of course. As Tyler said, Vol would have uh, already been up and at it, and probably would have gone to look for uh, um, horses. So probably to the city stable? Question mark. I mean, if you open your door ready to go, you would see Knox right there, waiting for you. Morning, Fall. Morning, Knox. You're up earlier than usual. Hmm. Today's the first day. We must be ready. We forgot to find horses. Hmm. Well, it shouldn't be too hard. There's plenty of stables in the outskirts of the city. Well, I I think we did agree to meet uh, at the north gate uh, closer to dawn. So let's head out that way, wait for Magdor and see if we can get some horses. Hmm. So, uh, to the forge? No, we're gonna go get the horses and we'll hope that Magdor comes meets us there. Ah. Okay. So we'll wait ten minutes and we'll leave him behind because... Kind of, uh, We're not leaving uh, you behind. Like, they give you a look, but then when you say that, I'm like, ah, okay, I'm actually okay with this. He's a nice dwarf. He's part of the team. This is part of the job. We we need to go together. True, true. Semantics. Let's go get some. All right, horses. and as you agree, and start to head towards where you know the North Gate and said uh, staples are. Um, Magdor, where we where do we find you uh, when asleep. this time of day? Oh, you're still crashed, huh? Did you set an alarm or anything? No, no, no alarm. My usual alarm is, uh, is uh, the blacksmith who also got hammered last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean he's he's a, he's a he's a stout dwarf, and he uh, you hear right around the same time. Ting, ting. When you wake up. To that sound, you see that he is no longer like on the, you know, he had like passed out in like an armchair and he's no longer there. And you would assume that that anvil sound is him. I guess I'll get up then to the anvil sound and I'll just kind of turn to him and look at him and like, why were you yelling all night last night? I wasn't yelling. You, what are you talking about? You were shouting something about. Oh, I, I can't remember it right now. I, I gotta get going. I, I gotta leave. Uh, uh, hold my room. I'll be back in a couple months. All right. All right. Be safe. Don't forget these. And he hands you the the bag with the iron. Thank you. Thank you. That's him. Can't forget that. And I walk out. And then he also says, to keep you warm. And he hands you a bottle of good dwarven whiskey. Oh, uh, you know, I'll be back to pay you for this later. Thank you. All right, put it on your tab. <laughs> uh, right. And I'm awesome. going to walk to the north gate. 
<laughs> Great, so you head towards the North Gate, and there waiting you see um, uh, both Vol and Nox uh, just patiently um, standing near the gate. I mean, I, I don't think I'd be too patient. Much as I'd like to say I'm reformed, sure. if you will, uh, I'd probably <laughs> still be annoying to some extent. Uh, actually, I'd uh, so probably be focused on the horses. Go ahead. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, kept getting woken up last night. I slept a little too late, and my short, stubby legs couldn't run here fast enough. I didn't even know you could run. Uh, it's more of a waddle. <laughs> That's fair. That's okay. Uh, we just need to find some horses, and then we can set off. Does uh, everybody have warm cloaks? Uh, I'm as warm as I'm gonna be, and if I need to get any warm, well, I've got this. And I'll hold up my cask of ale. Ah. Yes, the... You'll be our St. Bernard. Excellent. Uh... I, I guess I'll I look uh, towards, hopefully, what is a stable near the gates here. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, because I had no idea. It's called Amazon Wagons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to walk uh. up to it. Uh, uh, hopefully there's somebody, a stable hand or the owner hey, with inside. Morning. Uh, you see behind the, the disc uh, is because it's like there's like tack and, you know, like, uh, all right, uh, whatever those reins and saddles kind of like displayed about. It's pretty nice. It smells like nice leather in there when you walk in. Uh, it's got the cool swingy doors that you imagine like the Old West. Mm. And uh, when you walk in, you see behind kind of like a long desk that spans the back end. Uh, there's some things on the wall in the back and stuff and a door, a couple doors that lead to a like area in the back. You can assume that's like tanning and storage and stuff like that. And you see um, a half orc woman and she's wearing like a like a like an apron and she's quite like well built. She says, welcome, gentlemen. How can I help you? We need uh, three horses. Uh, uh, what, 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 uh, I, I can't uh what ride type a horse. of horses? Because varying degrees. What do you mean you of, can't ride a horse? You, you uh, rode a horse when you were escorting that wagon. I, I, I have to have a pony. Okay. Um, we need two horses and a pony it's for a travel up yeah. to Luskin. Draft horse, riding horse, war horse. Just a riding simple horse. riding horse. Riding horses are 75 gold apiece, and that's without tack and saddle. Okay, Bolt, uh... Bolt, do you have Amazon Prime? Just, uh, <laughs> give me a moment. Uh, we need to discuss this. Come along, folks, and then I'll start motioning towards the outside. <laughs> well, did you say the buy one or just the rent one for the two weeks? I can't remember. Me neither. You want me to ask? Okay. Yes, I sure, believe in back you. Door. I'll tap on uh, Brandon's, uh, sorry, uh, Magdor's shoulder and give him guidance with these words to see maybe if uh, there is uh, a deal he can make, it will be of a persuasive quality. Cool. I love it. I'm going to walk in and say, Guide. Oi, you got to be one of the biggest women I've ever seen. You are I, uh, amazing. Thank you. Uh, my name is Amazonia. <laughs> Amazonia. And I am. Uh, oh, is this, is yeah. this your stable? 
Yes. Oh. Uh, we, we had a little confusion. Uh, was that 75 gold uh, renting or purchase? Purchase. How, how much would it be to rent it for t- two weeks? Uh, if you're staying in town, that's not a problem, but you said you're going to Luskin, right? No. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we are. Yeah, if you're leaving town, you can't rent a horse. You have to purchase if you're if you're leaving. Now, if if money is an issue and you don't want to buy one, you could get a draft horse and a wagon. That's more cost effective and is less than the cost of a single riding horse. Uh, I, I gotta talk to my team. <laughs> How much? I'm gonna go back outside. <laughs> uh, depending on what you're looking at, if you want a covered wagon or if you want canvas on the top, if you want actually a built wagon with actual wood, a little more protective but not as good of a view, depending on how big it is, but one draft horse and a basic wagon is about 60. A simple open wagon, Magdor. Uh, uh, I've heard a voice from the gods, a simple open wagon. You can just tell them to come in, it's fine. <laughs> why, why you, you can discuss this is... outside the door? Like I'm, not the one... the stable doors. I'm not the <laughs> one that be talk to people. <laughs> Why'd you send me in? Because you volunteered. But... Oh. Right. Vol, come here. So how much did you say for uh, just, a, just a simple draft horse, no wagon, nothing fancy? 60. 60. 50 for the horse and uh, 10 for all of the, su- the tack and saddle and harness. I obviously include a saddle with the, with the, you know, that price. And then the wagon is only about five. Hmm. So it's 60 total. So it's 50 for the horse, five for the other supplies and then five for the wagon if you wanted a covered wagon if you're traveling to luskin that might be important depending on how the weather gets um it would be another two gold that's not Uh, too bad when i'm looking at this person does it seem like they're on the up and up with how they're treating us uh the way you're uh, speaking as her it sounds very nice but i'm not sure she's like uh trying to either swindle us or give us some kind of uh mistrust here so you want to See if there's a little stuff going on with the insight check, it sounds like. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, because obviously you're trying to read the smaller details and how she's saying things and whether or not she's flaring her nostrils, things like that. So go ahead and make an insight check. Sure. I love it. Uh, I got a five on my insight. As for uh, yeah. I rolled it too. Totally in the up and up. Like, nothing she's saying. Like, you were not like it's you were never unsure but you as a person are generally unsure of people so you just kind of like give her a quick second look and you kind of look at those areas you know to look for when people are being dishonest and she's not throwing off any red flags not even yellow flags i trust her with my life (laughs) um, at least at least to sell your horses (laughs) well i've got nine gold how about you guys well unfortunately Oh, I guess I, I'd come in at this point because you know I trust her with my life, or at least to sell me horses. I would just say uh, rather maybe nonchalantly. Well, since we're under the employ of Lord Never Ember himself, I would like to think that we have a little bit more gold. Unfortunately, that's a little inaccessible right now while we're trying to complete his mission. I would have thought he mm. would have sent something to you, Amazonia. Wait, 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 wait. Do do you take this? And I kind of reach over into Vol's pack and I pull out some Luskin gold. 
Um, I, I can't. My eyes bulge at this I, point. I would give you the, since you're working for Lord Neverember, only, you know, quality folks work for him, I would allow the rest to be on credit, and you could just pay me back on your return. Okay, um, how about this? Uh, Backdoor, you said you had nine gold on you? Yeah, I... Um, do you mind splitting with me here? I'll put up 25 gold. Do you mind putting up the five? And then you can let Nord... And then looking at Amazonia now. I don't know her name, but as a player. Uh, you could claim the rest from Lord Never Ember, um, and we'll figure it out. Um, is that acceptable? Oh, oh, it'll just be on credit. I won't charge interest since you're working for him. I'll take your word for it. You seem like trustworthy folks. Okay, so we'll at least pay you half. I will, that way you I will check in with him to make sure that you're working for him, but I trust you as of now. Oh. If not, then you know we'll have a problem when you get back. Oh, but I've got this, too, if you want some proof. And I pull out my ring of the signet. Oh, great. Remember. Absolutely. That That is, uh, you can gain entry to some important things with that, I assume. That's, that's his uh, sigil. So... Great. It'll be on credit. So the 30, what, 32 more gold on credit. And uh, then, yes. um, and so she's, and she counts out the 30. She says, great. Um, so I will get y'all squared away. It'll take me about a half an hour. Is that okay? Yes. Um, I did no, have a question though, because we are purchasing this horse. Um, mm. would, would you, uh, keep the horse here when, while we're in town? Uh, is that, once you purchase it, boarding it is your responsibility. I see. Okay. Understood. Do, do you have boarding here that we could purchase? We do. We do actually have boarding. And uh, for customers who bought the horses from us, it's actually a little cheaper if you did choose to board with us. Um, but it would still cost some coin. It's not... It's. I think it's only a couple copper a day to provide, uh, you know, a, a spot in our barn that's warm and safe and hay and oats for them and water. Right. Like, I, I would look up at Vol and say, wow, these horses are living better than I was. <laughs> I, uh, they do good work. They're uh, just as important to any job. I'll, I'll tell All you right. what, though. Getting it on credit's a lot better than stealing it. <laughs> don't. I, don't, I don't agree. Listen, don't listen <laughs> I to agree. Him. He's just, it's early in the morning. He's a little fuzzy. But uh, thank you. We will wait. Uh, outside for you. Uh, you said 30 minutes. Do you have a preference in color on the horse? Because I only have, I think I've got pink. Uh, painted ho pink, pink horse. We don't have pink horses, unfortunately. No. Uh, I have, there's painted ones that are white and brown and black and brown and the brown ones and the black ones both have white stripes on their, their muzzles. That, that's um, a racing horse. I believe they're called quarter horses, but you know. I think the I think the dog was because they've got stripes. Uh, so see, ah, right, um, right, like no. the gnome engineers' race vehicles. Yes, exactly. Uh, no dealer's choice. If if that's all right, we we don't have any. I will choose practice. a strong horse because it has to go to the north. It has to be a good horse. Appreciate it. Shall I'll we? find a good young one that has plenty of stamina. Shall we drink on it? And take out my flask and just start I... drinking before she even answers, and just kind of hand it. Don't to drink her. when I work, but I'll take a ghost shot right. she just kind of like don't worry he's not go gonna be the one on the horse oh good 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 <laughs> great and she says i'll be off uh and i'll meet you out front in half an hour mm. i appreciate you thank you 
Thank you, gentlemen. And she also writes up a quick receipt bef- during that conversation and hands it to you. Just so you, you understand where you're at. You paid 30, you owe 32. It's on credit with no interest. Easy peasy. Um, it's an IOU effectively. Right. Um, <laughs> before we before we carry on, and I completely forgot about this until Brandon mentioned it, but Lord, like we did get some Luskin gold. Mm-hmm. You remember how much? Because I don't. I will make sure that I check that because I have all the session note notes right here. I expect this ball to like slap me. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, huh? why would you spend the gold we gotta save for the town? Uh, but obviously, I oh ten, ten each, oh, ten each. gold okay. each. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, are we gonna be using Electrum? I don't. Okay, then I'm just gonna put the it's ten like two dollar bills. People have them, but nobody really uses them consistently. Magdo, so. what are you doing reaching for my gold? You have your own uh, Luskin gold. I thought we gave it all to you to carry, because we, we couldn't be trusted. No, that I was, was the teleportation scroll. Oh, right. I'll tr- I, I I'll might have spent mine on booze. I trust you with my money. Will you trust me with magic items? I do, because you're the only one who could use them here, but... I'm not going to go down as easily as you might in case you were attacked physically. Just from a combat point of view. Like, I, I kind of, like, look up at him tr- trying to be uh, persuasive, but, like, when he hits me with that logic, I kind of look and think of it as I, about it, and I'm like, that makes sense, actually. You might need Magdor to use... Uh, honestly, I, I'm trying to think who would have the second best uh, arcanic ability to try to use it. I think out of all of us, Magdor would be next, and then if I were to try and use it, eh, eh, it, it could be complicated. That, that scroll's based on intelligence, right? I hope that not, because I would be screwed. It's, a, it's, it's basically, if you don't have the level of spells at, available to cast it, then you have to make an arcana check with a DC of five or 10 plus the spells level. Mm. So yeah. So if that's, I think we decided it was the equivalent of a circle of teleportation. Um, since it goes to a, it goes from that place to a very specific other place. Um, it would be a 15 DC arcana check to actively complete it. If you fail, the spell fails and it doesn't happen. And the, sp- the scrolls burn right. away. Um, we just did a, uh, test roll series of test rolls i rolled a six on arcana at a uh, 17 and i rolled a 19 so this is like worst case for me to actually you try just, and use it. You, you guys were right on about the order of operations as far as who would be best and you know worse to do that though. <laughs> you see magdor and nox just kind of like flickering magic around their fingertips and <laughs> I don't know what Vol would do to try to cast magic. I mean, he can. Like, smack uh, his he, fingers like, work, damn it. <laughs> he's, like, rangers can learn magical abilities, but, like, he, yeah, he just tries and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> what if I just light the scroll on fire? <laughs> That'll get it hey, to work. Hey, Vol. Vol. Yeah. Yes, Dwarf. Do, do you know the path we're taking? Ah, uh, yeah, we just go north, right? Because I've yeah. never been north of uh, of my home, and so I just don't know the path north that well. Well, I know the immediate paths close to the city quite well, 
but I have been to Luskin before and it's not like these paths would change dramatically over a long period of time so I think we'd be okay I think we just have to keep heading north follow the coast and we'll hit Luskin hmm. that makes sense are we yeah you're fine never mind you seem hesitant Magdor what's the matter just go going north uh We'll, we'll be passing by Gondolgrim. Uh, not not very close, but, you know, passing by it. I'm just well, worried about uh, meeting some of my people uh, after after leaving the island, or after leaving the uh, village, town, city. I don't know what it is. After leaving, uh, it's kind of frowned upon to come back immediately afterwards after shaming hmm. your family like that. I think Knox would kind of walk up to uh, Magdor sympathetically, kind of put a hand on his shoulder, and goes, "That's okay. Uh, if they give any other, give you any trouble, and uh, they would lean down a little bit, we'll get you a new arm." Oh, they got one. But what about the third? Well, I mean, we can make that joke, but we'll pass on this time. Okay, and uh, they, they walk off. <laughs> I'm just trying right. to kill, uh, we'll kill half an hour. Yeah, I'm about to say, during this time, you've had a chance to kind of, like, talk about this. Now, you do have some basic supplies. Do you guys have, like, explorer's packs? Is that what you chose when you started the game? Uh, I went for the Dungeoneer's pack. I okay. have a priest's pack. Now, this is, this is a good time to kind of look into what is in each one of those. Because on top of the fact that you... Now, you do have a ranger with you who is relatively adept at finding food in the wild. Um, but uh, that doesn't mean that it's guaranteed, especially if you're not in their favorite terrain. Um, what are your favorite terrains, Nick? Um, My favorite terrain is forest. Forest? Yeah. Okay. You'd be traveling, and I think... I, I sent you guys that map. Um, you'd be about... 10-ish miles from the forest at any given time on this road. So it's not to say that you couldn't gather from the forest each day, but it's a pretty serious, like, you know, I mean, that's 20 miles. Shoot I, to I think I can agree with you. Extra. Glenn, that, uh, yeah, that, that would not work. Now that's, now that's to say too that, like, in his favorite terrain, rangers can find enough for up to a certain amount of people guaranteed. But rangers are also adept at finding food more than most classes. They just are decent at it, I think, just because of their training and survival and stuff like that. So whether or not you all want to try and get some like dry provisions or rations or anything like that or stuff like that before you leave, because you do, once I said, like, it's only been about five, ten minutes since you asked for the horses. You have a little bit of time if you wanted to go to like a supply store and try and get some rations or things like that just in case you can't find food. Um, so that sort of thing is also of note. Okay. Uh, I think if we have the time, then yeah, I would go stop and grab rations for the day. Rations? Rations? Uh, rations? Rations. What, However you want to say it. Where are you going, Nox? I think we should probably stock up on food for both ourselves and for our new horse, uh, Bartholomew. Or Bartholomew. Uh, I've got... Uh, you say Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Isn't that the horse's name? 
I thought we agreed. We were on never this. given a name. We haven't agreed on anything. Also, I'm all tapped out on gold. So, I oh, think I mean, go shopping Nox, for us. Thank you. I've, I've got all the food we the need here. I've got all the food we need here, and I pull out my alchemy jug and pull off the cork, start pouring mayonnaise into my mouth, and then well, corking you it back like up. You have dissent in your voice. How about this? You get the name the horse with Magdor, but it has to start with the letter B. I don't care what we name the horse, honestly. I just want to make sure that we have enough food to get to Luskin. I will absolutely make sure we get food, plus a little extra mutton just on the side. I know you like mutton. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Like, I, you can see Nox, uh, like, starting to lean in towards Vol <laughs> when they say that, and then just kind of uh, shimmies off to uh, wherever Glenn, as the wonderful DM, would decide would be a good place to get ration, rations. Uh, being on the edge of the town near, like, the exit, that's why, you know, the, you know, the stables here, because, you know, travelers need a place to board their horses. People also need to buy horses and or rent horses when they enter town. Um, now... That being said, there are also general stores within the vicinity, like within like a like a building. So you can go to find like a general ware store just like right across the way. Easy peasy. Okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, you said by foot was about seven days, five days, six days. I think it was five or six days. And then uh, Vol rounded it up to a week by foot. That was by I think that was by horseback. That was by horseback. By foot it was about 10, I think. Okay. So, would it be safe for me to presume I should get 21 days of rations between the three of us and then some for the horse? Yes. Okay. Plus whatever we already have in our, you know, packs. Absolutely. Okay. Then I come sweeping into the store, uh pretending I am Belle from Beauty and the Beast <sighs> and uh I go, "Hello. <laughs> I'm Bonjour." Huh? Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, yeah, you come in and there is a, uh, once again, a very, a pretty well-maintained shop. Like, this is not a super nice area of town, but it seems like the shopkeepers in the area try to make it look great. They try to do a good job for presenting the city and making sure that people come in with a good impression. And there's a, a male gnome, older guy, um, kind of like you can see when you walk up close to the counter, there's like a little extra, effectively a like an extra floor about two feet up so that he, he's actually kind of like above the counter. Hey, so he's actually close to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he walks up and he, and, and he says, how you guys doing? Uh, Welcome. Well, uh, I thought it was just me, but, uh, I, I, I turn around. Is Megdor and Vol behind me? Did you guys follow to nope. the general store? No, I wouldn't have just in case she got ready, uh, earlier. Okay. 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 It's just you, Knox. Uh, I would like to procure about uh, 21 days of simple rations for uh, common folks and then uh, a week's worth of uh, hopefully some kind of oats or whatnot for the a horse. Great. Um, I can provide the, the dry rations very easily, but I believe the stable provides hay and oats and things like that. We don't actually do that just so we don't, you know, step on other people's toes. Uh, no, that's fine. So uh, if you need to buy those... Is there any way I could get... Do you think they would have treats, or do you think you got something a little bit special behind the counter for a horse? I have carrots and apples. Now we're talking. Uh, could you hook me up with uh, a few apples? Uh, how about uh, a dozen? Is a dozen okay? A dozen's absolutely okay. 
So for a dozen apples, do you want, like, how many carrots? About the same amount? We're going to really spoil this horse this week. Yes, I'll be happy with the dozen carrots, <laughs> too. You're great at upselling. I'm so proud of you. Oh, well, you know, it's my job. Livelihood. <laughs> I respect so that. So it's just... It's just um, one silver for each one of those. So it's two silver for, te- uh, you know, a dozen apples and a dozen good-sized carrots. And then for rations, it is, for a full day, it's um, it's kind of a mixed bag of things, but it comes with everything for, like, jerky, dried fruit, hardtack, and different types of legumes, nuts, and stuff like that. So uh, per day, it's about five silver. But since you're buying in such bulk, I think I could probably do you a deal and just go 10, nine gold for the whole thing, including the apples and carrots. Okay. Uh, do you have any kind of specialty dried meats? Uh, there is some basic dried jerky within the context of the, of the, the, the rations because it's meant for travel. I got a really special friend who gets a, a little grumpy if they don't get their mutton. Do you have anything of that sort? <laughs> Uh, I can check. Let me let me uh, let me check my ledger and see if we have anything because that's a little more special. Of course. And he pulls it out and he opens up a ledger that's about as big as he is and starts to look through it and he gets to like the meat section and he's looking. And he's like, um, odds or evens? Odds. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> he says, uh, you know what? I just sold my last one a few days ago, but we are out of dried mutton now. I have some. Fresh mutton, but it wouldn't stay for more than about a day. You know what? That's okay. Good start. I'll take that, though. So would you like to get that? Yes. Okay, uh, that's only a silver. So call it nine gold and a silver, and you get a nice mutton steak and a dozen carrots, apples, and 21 days rations. Okay. I do appreciate that. Uh, This is quite a bit of rations. I'm not sure if... Uh, I, I pull out my pouch of holding. Uh, does it look like I could feasibly fit all of this in the pouch of holding? You could probably put the horse, the horse's food in there. Okay. Uh, how much do you, would you say the 21 days of rations would be? Uh, it's a pretty big, it's like, he's going to give you like a box, like a, like a wooden crate with all of it in it. Okay. It's not super heavy, but it does take up a decent amount of space. Do you think I would be able to carry that as somebody with uh, average strength? Or do you think I should wait until uh, uh, a horse carriage comes by to pick it up? Um, you would think with the help of one person. Um, and it's very likely that he would be willing to help as it is, you know, him selling it to you. So at very least, he'll help you get it to wherever you need it to go. Okay. I would uh, look at him with a, uh, hopefully, a charming smile and say, what is your name? My name is Gorman. Gorman. My name is... <laughs> like uh, I make a face because I realize I don't. Mary, I would be very grateful if uh, you could help me get this over to my uh, horse cart uh, just down, uh, on oh. the other side of the street here. Oh, of course. Uh, it'll take me a few minutes to get everything together, but because uh, uh, that's a good little order. But uh, I have a, a small uh, little mule with a cart that I can help bring to your cart. Or wherever you need it to go. Excellent. I am as long as it's within town. It's within town, right? Of course. Uh, I am in your service. Yes, of course. Thank you. Well, you know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Knox c- uh, kind of looks up the ceiling, realizing they already forgot the person's name because they're too focused on their own. <laughs> it's Gormod. Okay. Mm, Gormod. <laughs> ah, you're funny. 
Uh, I think Gormad, Gormad, D's and Doug. Sorry, it's hard to hear N's and D's. Gormand. Oh wait, sorry. You hear a blue just kind of mutter out of the corner of their mouth. Gormand. <laughs> Great, yeah. And uh, so he says, "Is there anything else I can get for you uh, before I start finalizing this and getting it all together for you?" Is there anything you would recommend that we pack? Or travel up to, uh, like I kind of lower my voice. Luskin. Ooh, uh, a cautious demeanor. That's the only thing I could say. Those those northern folk are pretty hardy, and sometimes if you're not careful, they'll take advantage of you. So just be careful on the road. Uh, you can handle yourself, I assume, right? I would... And he goes, like, you know, like, you can fight and stuff, right? Hoo-ha! <laughs> they give, uh, like, a one-two, like, huh, yeah, I think I can. I'll make Good, that. good. As long as you can handle yourself and you don't take any... Don't take anybody at face value. Make sure they earn your trust before you give it to them. I never give anybody my face value a full trust. Like, I, I say that good. proudly. Clearly, that's not true. But, uh... <laughs> Well, it sounds like you're ready if you've got food and you've got a, a way to get up there. Thumbs up. Awesome. Well, I'll get this together. Uh, go ahead and peruse more weight across the way. You said it's just across the street? Uh, yes, over at the uh, stables to the north gate. Oh, great. Yeah, that's just down the way. I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, get this together and uh, bring old old old, uh, old Mufus over there. Traveler's blessings to you. I will... Uh... Take your advice, and I will peruse your guy or your goods and guides if you have Thank guides. You. <laughs> no, not much of a book man myself, but okay. Books All right, I'm gonna get started. You just hear <laughs> me like uh, muttering, "Fucking wizards!" <laughs> Fucking wizards! Great, yeah. So he hops off of that kind of ledge behind the counter and begins to go. You hear him go in the back, and then another gnome comes out and just like kind of mans the front while you peruse the shop. What are you guys doing out in the street there? Just kind of waiting. So, so we've decided then, right? For the name of the horse is going to be Beer. That's a that's a good <laughs> strong name for the horse. It's very. Are we thinking of like a, like a stout? Because she did say that's she was going to look for a strong horse. Yes, a stout, that's super hopping, man. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that. What a hopping name! <laughs> um, okay, careful, you Glenn. might ail me. I I did want to say, Glenn. Um, as yeah. I, I have a feature as part of my background, um, mm -hmm. that Make allows me to beer. find food and fresh water for myself and up to five other people each day. That's independent of uh, the natural explorer. I mean, it works Good. together, but that's independent. Right. Yeah. In tandem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say is that if you're in the icy north, if depending on the weather, that may be a feature yeah. that like so it says would provided, struggle to... Yeah, provided that the land right. offers very small game water sure. and so forth. Yeah. Copy. Okay, good, good. I'm glad you saw that little asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say the three yeah. of us are in a desert, and like I'm looking around, there's nothing, and I'm like, and then oh, Bull just reaches into the ground. He's like, no, we're not. Bull's on a cactus. <laughs> cactus root, a full ass snake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great. So for the sake of brevity, you stand out there talking about the thing. Did you want to do anything specifically in the store, uh, Knox, before you head back out into the street? I would probably just... I know you were perusing the wares. Take a quick glance around to see if there's anything, like, notable that would catch my eye. Like, uh, anything magical. Uh, no. It, it's It's in the very most sensible sense of the word it is a general wear store okay. um nothing crazy um you see a few like like nicer you know saddles and things like that but definitely nothing that you know piques your arcane senses you know okay that's fair then uh yeah right. i would just wait for the uh the product to be ready and then i would hopefully come out with gomand uh with his gomand g o r m a d gomand He's not a gourmand. <laughs> gourmand. I thought that was the joke. My name is Gourmand. Because he was... I know. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not that clever. <laughs> All right, Gourmand. Uh, I, I didn't say. There we I, go. I say hat off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but after a few minutes, uh, it doesn't take him more than about five or ten minutes to get everything together. And he he actually hollers at you from outside um, and says, I'm ready to go. You coming, Knox? Huh? Mary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Mary. Mary. Because that's what you told him your name was, right? Yes. I have my fireball type okay. the ready, like... Mary? I've been compromised. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can imagine... Because I, I can see your friends. There are carts there. Uh, like, I've, like, faced... <laughs> okay, are we just retconning that he didn't say Nox? He did not say Nox. That was me messing up. No, that's okay. Like, I will uh, retcon me, like, face down to the floor. <laughs> just, like, solid snake. <laughs> uh, then I'll be like, coming, yes, Mary. Awesome. And so as Mary and uh, Gormad, uh, you, you all see this uh, gnome. You hear him yell into his shop that, that uh, you saw your friend Knox go into a few minutes before. And he's got like a little mule with a little cart and it's got some stuff all over it. Um, and, they, and as he starts to walk towards you, you can see... Um, your stable master bringing out and around uh, the cart, uh, the simple cart, along with um, um, a good-looking um, brown painted horse. Um, uh, looks like it's pretty young, probably with a year or two old, maybe. Uh, but definitely in the prime, in the prime of its life. You, you know what color um, that horse is? The horse what? is the color of beer. That's <laughs> uh, a good, strong beer horse right there uh wonderful and <laughs> dm am i within uh 60 feet of them yeah we'll say at this point you are yeah as you you know they're kind of like you and the stable master who i've amazonia yeah are amazonia are the are kind of like coming together at the center point that is vol and magdor all right i would probably cast message to vol just real quick my name is Mary right now. Just humor me. And that's... Understood. Okay. Easy enough. Uh, I like this awesome. weird teamwork going on. I'm, I'm very... Yeah, no, you guys are really jiving today. It's great. <laughs> awesome. So everybody kind of comes together at that point together. And uh, and you see Gourmad kind of greet Amazonia. And he says, this the cart? And she's like, yep, this is it. And they start working together. To, and they're like, can we just load it up? Yes, please. Yeah, Thank you. Please. 
Great. And so they start to load it up. And what it is, is there's two like inward facing kind of benches on the inside of this thing that lift up to reveal storage space within the context of the wagon itself. And so they start, they lift it up and start putting the rations in there. So they're stored safe and out of sight. Um, and after that's done, um, takes a few minutes and she comes up to you guys and she says, this is for you. And what she has is like a, it's like a box about probably about five feet long and maybe a foot tall and it's got a lid and she opens it up and inside you see like bits of canvas and some long like bits of wood and with like weird connector pieces. And she says, I know you didn't pay for it, but just in case you're going up north, this is a canvas cover that you can attach just in case it gets bad. I know you only paid for the base, but I like you guys and I don't want you to get in trouble. So uh, if it gets bad and you need to cover it up, you have the option. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to take care of your fellow friends. Travelers. Vola uh, has been teaching me the ways of here, so I think this is how you're supposed to do this. And I hand uh, Amazonia and the goblin that I don't know a silver piece each. The gnome? Gnome, <laughs> yeah. And, and they uh, say, thank you very much. And as I hand it to the gnome, I'll be like, do you know... You know of any gnome with uh, hair uh, whose uncle is a tinkerer? Nox is listening very intently. A gnome with hair? Uh, uh, I can't remember what color hair she had. A girl gnome. Do you know about how old she was? I mean, we don't all know each other. Wish I knew her name. I'm just going to turn around and walk away. Like, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. No, it's okay. What, do you remember anything about her? I just wanted to let you know that I don't know a lot of other gnomes. Uh, I work with traders. She, We're not all gnomes. She traders. likes to drink, and uh, she likes big guys. Huh. That's like half of them. Uh, so, uh, and you said her uncle's a master tinkerer? Yes, that's what she said. Oh, that's what I overheard. You'd have to ask this guy, and I tap full on his well, thigh. This- well, generally, gnomish families are pretty big, so there's a couple master tinkerers, and so that could be any number of people. But, uh, I mean, I could put my feelers out there, and do you need do you need to speak to a master tinkerer for something? I'll just, I'll just want some advice on this, and I hold up my hand and kind of click it together. It's like, I, I can come see you when we get back. It's nothing too big. Absolutely. I'll check it. I, I'll ask my family and see if they know anybody. Uh, I, I think... I think my aunt is wow, friends this horse with. Horse cart's amazing. <laughs> it's it's already revving there. Yeah, I think there's a. I think my aunt knows somebody that knows a master tinkerer somewhere. It might be in Neverwinter. It might be somewhere else. But I'll, I'll, uh, when you come back, I'll, I'll probably have that info for you. Is that cool? Yeah, I appreciate it. Here, take another silver. <laughs> oh, I mean that's very kind of you. I'm just you know helping out a fellow Neverwinter, Ian. Uh, I kind of go but somber That's there. me. I got to go back. Uh, it was great meeting you guys. Travel safe. And we'll see you on your safe return. And then he just like turns around and, and walks back with his with his donkey in his cart. Um, and Amazonia. Amazonia goes, so this horse is a good horse. And I need somebody to roll a d10. Uh, Let's do it. I'm going to say I'll pass on it. <clears throat> I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. 
This horse is uh <laughs> gonna be something stupid, I swear to From God. From the gods themselves, it's in fact an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> Is the original horse of Princess Zelda's and long descended. Uh, and yes, now it's the royal now, descendant. I didn't choose this horse's name. It was named by my niece when we raised her. Her name is Sparkle Sparks. Ah, the name of a true steed. Sparkle now, Sparks. A, and then I'll slap <laughs> You will guide us to much victory. Make an animal handling check with disadvantage. That's not you how just you slapped a horse on its ass before it knew you. That's not how you cast guidance, full. Guide. Roll a twenty-three. Uh, with disadvantage? No, with or is that a ten? Do I read? That's uh, what? what am I supposed? Ten. Okay, so a ten. The horse like rears up a little bit, and uh, she. Let me make sure. Yeah. She she works with horses. She she pulls the reins down and kind of calms it. And she looks at you, Vol, and she says, "Don't do that." I'm sorry. I got uh, that name. It's it's inspiring. It's a. I apologize. It was it was chosen by a, an eight year old half orc, but little eight year old half orc girl. Uh, you know, so beautiful name. I'm glad you like it though. Now, granted, it's a young enough horse. If you start calling it something else, Sparkle Sparks will start responding. They're very intelligent creatures. So I would probably pull out a carrot if I could and uh, try to oh, treat yeah. it as like a an apology, if you will. Oh, great. Yeah. No, that seems to like amend things as the horse immediately kind of looks and when it sees the carrot <laughs> as you pull it out of a space that is too small to hold that nice size of a carrot and uh you present it to it and it starts to hung 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 you know and then um just eventually takes the whole thing and she goes now that's the ticket i'll pet the horse if you have more of that can. then sparkle sparks will love you you got it dude <laughs> You got it, dude. She says, well, I don't want to delay you anymore because the sun is now fully up. And you look at the horizon, you can see that it is now fully past the horizon. Uh, it's probably about 637, maybe. Um, and uh, and she says, but you're all packed up and be safe. Thank you very so, much, Sable Master. Uh, see you and she, she says, "I this is weird, but uh, I, can I give you guys each a hug? Um, sure, come right here. <laughs> and she, like, she responds, gives Magdor a hug, and she re- looks to Vol. Sure. And he's good. sure you don't want. Sure you don't prefer a hearty handshake. Let's do the handshake, please. I'm not used to it. And she says, "I can read the room." Thank you. And uh, then she looks to Mary and says, "I'm gonna say hypothetically, uh, she doesn't know her name, but we'll call her Mary. Uh, that's fine." Uh, uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, no, Mary, because I need to get it in my head that you're going by Mary. So, good travels next. She, you don't know my name. Who are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, she says, "Hug." You, you, you kind of like, uh, so you kind of knocks a little bit nervous at this, but uh, yeah, they're going for the full hug. And she gives her a hug, and she whispers in your ear as you're hugging. She says, "Travelers, light be with you." And uh, she lets go, and she says. I wish you the best, and we will see you upon your return. She smiles, gives a curt, like, nod, and then begins to walk back towards the stables. And you now have a cart with an attachable canvas roof, 21 days rations, 
Um, and she will say, just honestly, she included the hay for the horse in the cost because Whoops. you spent a lot of coin. Yep, I agree. So you've got <laughs> you've got enough you've got enough rations for the horse. So don't worry about that. At very least, until you return, we'll say you have as just as many rations as you have for yourself. You have for the horse. And um, so your rations are packed. You've got a box for uh, removable canvas and you've got sparkle sparks. <laughs> All right, dwarf, do you, I'm guessing you're going in the cart. Uh, oh, where else would I go? And I'm going to set my alchemy jug down on the cart. And just kind of sit right hard, next to it. I'm going to say, hired the drink beer on a horse. So it'll get flat real quick. Also, Magdor, did you just ask a gnome where another gnome is? If you don't mind me asking, what was the logic in that? They're gnomes. Would you just... <laughs> like, I kind of kneel down and look him square in the eyes. That's Oasis. I mean, it uh, makes sense in a town with such a mixed group of races that somebody might be in tune to the local community of their own kind. So I don't... Yeah, I, I can tell you where every dwarf in this town is. There's one at the blacksmith, and all the rest are at the pub. Knox, <laughs> uh, do you want to ride the horse or sit in the cart? Your choice. Oh, there's a there's a seat to sit with, like, long reins, so you don't actually sit on the horse. The horse is just connected via whatever those are called, wooden right, pieces right, right. that go up and then are set to it. There is a saddle if you want to remove the horse from the cart and ride it separately. Okay. Uh, but then there's nobody to pull the cart unless you want the Goliath to do it. Because <laughs> you can't, as a large creature, right. when pulling <laughs> pulling or carrying, so you could actually function yeah. as the horse with this. Uh, just to make sure, this is a four-wheeled wagon, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. I would probably look around for a quick second. Uh, you see, like, Eldra appearing in front of their face and go, the, it would probably be best if you drove just because of the center of balance with the, the weight. Also, I believe you're more observant looking forward. Sure. Uh, that's that's too smart for me, but okay. I guess I'll drive. You don't, you don't want a fishtail, do you? Don't know what you mean. And then I'm saying me that neither. as I'm getting up to the driver's <laughs> like I, seat. I, sh I shrug to the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> and then a gentle pat on the horse this time. Yes. Are you ready, Nox? Uh, initially, it kind of like flinches when you get close and then like kind of calms down as you settle behind it. Not slapping its ass. <laughs> <laughs> this baby can hoof for miles. I think we said that like two episodes in a row so far. I'm, I'm happy for <laughs> it. Let's keep it going. All right. Is everybody ready? Aye. Hi. Hi, hi. All right, Sparkle Sparks, off we go. Pat, pat. And you give it a little pat, pat, and kind of on the reins, and the horse begins, Sparkle Sparks begins to, oh my gosh, I have to write that down. I don't want to forget that that's the horse's name. Uh, there was 10 options for what this horse, I know you guys wanted to choose, which is why you can choose to call it something else. Not a problem, but the horse had a name, you know? So this was kind of like when you go to the adopted dog, you don't have to let the dog have that name you can change the dog's name. It's fine. Yeah, you know, like, like my, but. my cat Onyx, a black cat, his name was Marcus. And I just felt that was a little too on the nose. So I, I thought Onyx also on the nose, but oh, I just want to way cooler. Yeah, I want to 
the you know, yeah. my, my ultimate emo fan fiction for Steven Universe. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd look at Magdor and it's like, well, if it's Sparkle Sparks, but you wanted beer, maybe like sparkling champagne or something? What champagne? Sorry, I, I just heard the. Tra I look around like, is that the traveler's whisper? Chardonnay. I don't know what Chardonnay is. I don't know either. What is Chardonnay? If either of you try to change the horse's name, I'll drop you off right here. <laughs> what, what, are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Smack our asses on our way out? <laughs> is that a threat? No, that's a promise. Anyways, pay attention <laughs> to something. And the journey exit. begins. All right. So, if you're okay with me kind of taking the reins for a second, um, uh, <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, so, do I leave this call? <laughs> there's an end button, and uh, or you can do this and make everyone think you are, and then, but you're not. But you're not. Um, yeah. So, you begin. You begin your trek north. After a day of preparation and planning. Okay. <laughs> One second. <laughs> it's so funny. Can you, can you redo your camera? What's wrong? Uh, right now, you are in two frames of you going, nom, 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 nom. You're like, it's glitching right now. <laughs> okay, there it is. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that fixed it. That was um, the funniest thing I've seen <laughs> this year. It, it oh man, going, I'm getting all red. Can you see it? <laughs> and it was just repeating. It, like it would flat. It would be three frames. One was you, and then, uh, and then <laughs> a green screen, and then like. <laughs> it was just, yeah. like, I thought it was just me, and like I wanted to correct it, but everyone was like stone faced. So I kept looking, <laughs> and it just got funnier the longer I watched. <laughs> You'll have the to check out the VOD so you can watch it. Uh, I want to see that real bad. Uh, yeah. Please, Connor, if you're Tyler, in the chat, I, for the love of God, clip this. Somebody clip that. I don't know if you have clips enabled because I can't. I don't have the option to clip. But anyways, we'll figure that out. Anyways. I'll watch oh, the VOD later, no. if anything. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Okay, I'm really so, excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. So you begin your trek north after a day of preparation and like whether, you know, mental and you know, kind of getting some things squared away within yourselves and understanding that this is a chance to prove yourself and protect the people of Neverwinter uh, like, and kind of get deeper into the folds of being more influential and um, also just kind of like widening your chance to work, to help people, to discover who you are um, on top of being able to just help people. Um, you begin to head north and it's already getting cool in Neverwinter as you know we're about mid-fall now so the days are getting shorter um that's why you know it, the sun is finally up at you know 6 30 7 o'clock whereas you know during the summer it's you know it's up at a brisk 5 30 you know so it's already an hour hour and a half later um and the days end a little earlier as you begin your trek well prepared lots of rations and a fantastically named horse headed north thank you fantasy name generator um <laughs> they have a horse name generator in fantasy map fantasy name generator amazing um yeah so you continue and the way this is going to work is basically the terrain 
like uh, I, I believe I sent you all a map, but for those who can't see a map, because this is audio for a lot of people, um, there is a, oh, I sent it in Discord just in case you didn't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there is about, the, there's a road that continues up from Neverwinter to Luskin and via cart, carted horse, it's about seven or eight days travel. Um, just because it's a little slower than riding on a single horse for each person. Um, but as you all discovered, much more fiscally feasible. Um, and uh, on either side, uh, it follows the coast with about a 10 mile width on either side to their left as they travel north, which would be west. There is the shore of the Sword Coast, the, the, the coastline. And to the right, about 10 miles inland to the east is the Neverwinter Wood spanning just a lot, a lot of space, um, going almost all the way to Luskin before it gets too cold for, you know, forests like that to grow as, as readily. Um, and about halfway through, you'll pass the point where Gontelgrim is about another, I think it's six or seven days inland, um, just for you reference in Magdor. Uh, so about halfway on your journey up north. But each day, I'm going to have you roll in uh, the morning, the evening, so, like, one roll for each, uh, the morning and the afternoon, to, f- to decide if something's going to happen. Now, what is going to happen will be purely based on your roll, and we'll kind of just have a good time journeying. Now, there may be some things that are, like, super important, so keep your eyes open. Uh, but some things may just be random, you know? You never know. You never know with me. Uh, but then, also at night, I'll have you all, depending on whether or not you found people to travel with or anything like that, you'll have a watch schedule that you'll set. Um, just in case anything decides to happen in the evenings while you're sleeping. Um, how are we feeling about that? Any questions? Nope. Let's do it. Hell all right. right. I, I, actually, I do have one question. Can we I would love see to the coast it. and the water? Uh, in the distance. In the distance. Okay. Uh, there's no, tr- like, forest, just, per se. Yeah, there are the... sparse bits of trees, and you can see. I mean, it's 10 miles, so, like, right. on a clear day, you can still feel the sea breeze. You can hear the, the gulls in the distance. They're still, you know, if you've ever lived near an ocean, you know that there's seabirds, like, right. pretty so good as, inland, you know? As soon as uh, we start seeing it, Magdor was sitting on the ocean side, but he switches sides, so I'm guessing he's sitting next to Knox now, so he's facing towards the ocean, but further away from it. And one thing you notice, Knox, because you were worried about balance, is that when he swaps sides, it doesn't really affect the cart too much. I say nothing to this. <laughs> he just swaps over and you eh, whatever. <laughs> so let's get it started. So if you want to do an order of who's rolling for what's happening, that would be awesome. Just so we can keep it consistent as far as everybody getting to roll a regular amount. That way it's not one person rolling constantly. So one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So each day somebody roll for the morning, somebody roll for the evening and somebody roll for the night. If so I suggest, who wants to roll? Uh, Nick rolled for the horse, so then maybe Brandon next, then me and then Nick again. That'll be morning. I said, or are we afternoon now? Nick would be the morning, I'd be the afternoon. And then, and then uh, Tyler for the evening. Night. Yeah, for yeah, for the yeah. Overnight. We're yes. we're afternoon right now for this first. No, you're one, still right? morning. You're still morning. Oh, this is still morning. Yeah, you still got a full half day's travel before midday for the most part. Because that eight the days are about ten or eleven hours, you still have five hours till midday, you know, so six hours. Alright, so I'd be morning, Tyler would be afternoon, and Nick would be night. Love Good. it. Excellent. Alright, so let's get that first morning. Am I rolling roll. a D twenty. Yes. And just no modifiers. Tell me what you roll. 
15. 15. As you are traveling um, in the morning, at some point or another, um, another caravan that is moving about the same pace as you leaves near the same time. And it looks like they are uh, pretty well protected. They've got probably a politician or someone with money, but they have a covered wagon that's not just covered. It's not like canvas. It's actually like built out of wood and metal. And they've got blinds over windows. Uh, so you can't tell who's in it, but they're traveling at the same pace as you. But they're... Oh, gosh. Are they um, ahead or behind us? They're ahead of you. So they okay. left right before you, but they keep the same pace. And an unintended consequence of that is that you've got a guarded caravan with about seven or eight actual armed guards uh, traveling in the same proximity as you. So you feel like that may make you a little safer on the road. Uh, but other than that, nothing else goes on. Um, I love how me as the, uh, a player, I was like, all right, they're going to send three people saying, why are you following us? And it's like, <laughs> I I'm okay with this version of the consequences. Okay. So this is uh, morning of day one. Morning of day one. If you, if okay. someone would mind keeping track of that for me too, because yeah. like I said, uh, since it's a road, we're just going to say, because I said seven or eight days. Yeah, it's seven days. Seven days. And that's when you are going to, at the at the at the end of the seventh day, you will arrive in Luskin. Okay. And, uh, Brandon, I believe you are afternoon, my man. I just rolled your afternoon. Oh, it's you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I pop on my night vision goggles because it's getting dark. I rolled an 18. 18. Great. Um... Leading into that evening as you travel, that uh, you stop at about the same time as the other caravan does. They do have torches and stuff. But that evening, um, one of the guards, two of the guards actually approach your camp where you've set up off the side of the road. Because there's not like towns or anything um, between Neverwinter and Luskin. I don't believe there is any towns. No, it does. Nope. Nope, no no towns, maybe just people setting up. But you can tell that this road is pretty, pretty well-traveled. Uh, not as well-traveled as the road to Waterdeep because not as many people go to Luskin. But you, at some point or another, uh, stop, and it's about the same time just because, you know, it's getting dark and there's no reason to, you know, safety in numbers, all that stuff. And you stop nearby, and at some point while you're, you know, you're, you've got your camp going and you're getting your fire ready and stuff like that, two of the guards walk up and they say, uh... Uh, gentle friends, uh, we would, uh, our master was wondering if you would do him the honor of having dinner with him tonight. Will there be <laughs> drinks? Yes. I'm down. Um, Knox? Knox would remember the words of, uh, Gormad, or Gormad whatever you want to call him, but <laughs> he also, or they also contemplate that they said that specifically for Luskin, and uh, potentially somebody coming from Neverwinter should be more friendly. Presumably that they are, in fact, a politician. Uh, I would probably kind of look up at uh, Vol and say, if you feel comfortable with that. Um, could... I'm, I'm, we wouldn't mind, but could you have maybe one of you watch our horse and our cart? While if you are okay with it, we would help you to bring your camp and merge with ours. It, 
as long as you're comfortable with that, I, it appears you're traveling with somebody of importance and, you know, security and whatnot, I understand. Um, but if you're okay with that, then yes, please. Great. We will send several people over and they will come help you gather up your things so that you may camp with our master. And they would love to the honor of joining with you. Our master is um, a person of influence from the Elven Kingdoms. I see. Um, then we are honored, I think. I think uh, my dwarven friend here just wants a chance to drink with somebody, but I appreciate Wait. breaking bread with others. When he said Elvish, I'm going to kind of give him a... Kind of look over and, and see if I can see anything uh, suspicious or... Not not really suspicious, just insight, kind of. To see if okay. they're... You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're trying to do an insight check to determine whether or not their motives are honest. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled a 24. 24. Yeah, no, they seem like they're just conveying a message. They're not trying to be nefarious at all. I, I, I think they're fine, I would say an elvish, uh, <clears throat> a lord or lady of the elves is a friend of ours. Uh, I'd probably say that more uh, politely, but since I don't have to say my common voice. And what are your passive perceptions, if I may ask? Uh, uh nothing 13. fantastic. So what'd you- 13? 13, 13, 13, 14, 11. zero? Did you say zero, Nox? I thought you said I nothing, and I was I'm like- blind. I'm blind! <laughs> Is it 11? Yes, uh, yeah, uh, Helen Keller has an 11. <laughs> okay, there we go. Great, yeah, no, Vol, you do notice at this point, it is dark, and they are wearing plate armor, so you weren't, you can't really, you're not privy to a lot of their facial features, but you do notice that a lot of their features are much sharper than a normal human's would be, so it's at that point that you can see they're not just elegant-looking men, they are probably, in fact, elves themselves. It was just really hard to tell in right. the darkness with their armor on, um, so it makes sense, yeah. yeah. I'll, the I'll the other two, like, no, you're just think they just look like beautiful people, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and they say very well, well, we will send somebody uh, shortly, and they and they they give a curt. They they do their little because they have glaives, which are really cool, um, and mm. they walk away and uh, they come back a few minutes later. And I want to let you guys RP if you want to. Um, look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, we have an what was that? <laughs> we have an opportunity for an easy first night. Let's oh. uh, try and not insult our host. Hey, well, you should try not to kill him. <laughs> I know you like be... elves. What's that? I'd be what more worried about Nox. I forgot. <laughs> uh, orcs like... and elves, Nox. No, I, I, for the sake of retconning here, we did not say that out loud. Oh, I know, I know. You're good. I just like messing I, with you. I would probably look at Vol and say, just know that a lot of times, uh, elves are not fond of half-elves. That's true. But we were given an invitation. We were riding behind them all day. They probably had a chance to Check us out, scope us out. Um, I can't wouldn't be just, too worried here. Can't you just be someone else? A little late for that. Uh, They've unless you seen want him. me to turn into a sparkle shine over here, a sparkle sparks. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Uh, I'll go grab my 
Uh, oh, uh, did they take the cart already? Uh, no, they haven't I returned yet with anybody to help <laughs> you. You know, they left to go get to let their master know that you had uh, that you had accepted their invitation. I'm gonna go you grab see, my jug of alchemy. You imagine that? Like we let them take our cart, and then we look at as <laughs> they reach the camp, and they just start keep moving, and just realize we got robbed. <laughs> Thanks for your stuff, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least we're close to never winter still i know right it's a quick walk back yeah no as you as you are you know kind of discussing over exactly you know how you want to make sure to treat these people and what their pre their pre suppositions of you might be um about four of them including the two that you had seen previously uh walk up and say we are here to help you uh how may we, may we assist in breaking down your camp um we just just uh, we only just started unloading, um, so if we could just get our horse and uh, uh, pack up whatever we've taken off and our cart back there uh, to your camp, that should be enough. And then, uh, because of your master's generosity, if you need help keeping watch at night, we are more than happy to do so. Very well. Uh, we should be taking care of that, as long as you are comfortable with that. Um, but we will begin to help you if that's alright. Thank you. Wonderful. And they begin to, they set their glaives all down at the same time. Um, oh, sorry, they don't set them down. They, each one of them kind of puts it on their back as if there's something to put it in. Because uh, they're not wearing capes. They've just got the armor on. And uh, it's like they put it in something. But when you see their back, it looks like the handle somehow just like sticks to the back of their plate armor. Um, <laughs> what? I was like, ah, Final Fantasy style. Out of fantasy style, <laughs> yeah. And so they they uh, make quick work. They're 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 diligent. They're quick. They're kind with your stuff. They are strong. Um, they are moving quite well in plate armor. And they assist you in getting it. And they help you lead your horse over. And it, yeah, they get you get to the <clears throat> the uh, the encampment of who you now know is some important elf, and. Uh, they even like set it up so that your wagons face in on each other and the horses have a spot off by, you know, tied off to a tree nearby. Um, they have two horses. You only have one, but their carts bigger. So they, that's why you move at the same speed and uh, sitting near the fire. They have like a, a, you know, like a, like they've pulled over several like logs and stuff. It looks like this is a common spot for people to stop uh, as it is about a day's journey or away from Neverwinter. It's pretty, pretty simple and a fire pit that's been well used and they're roasting what looks like a quail, some sort of larger bird. And, um, sitting across the fire from you is a, a moon elf. And, uh, I was going to find a picture of him, but I can't seem to find it. Um, I had a very specific picture and I will send it to you all later. So you have a reference for it, but he is quite, it's kind of hard to say it without saying it weirdly. He's really attractive. Um, it's okay. And he's sitting there and he's wielding like a, <laughs> he's got like um, a really, really nice looking, because all you can see is the hilt of it in a scabbard, but a, a very nice looking sort of saber like weapon. Right. Like longer than a short sword, not but not a rapier, that sort of thing. And he's sitting there and he's relaxing and he's got a long pipe, you know, and he takes in a deep breath and looks at you and blows out a plume of smoke and the smoke itself 
morphs and turns into um, a dragon that's flying in the air and it flies towards you and dissipates. And he says, welcome. Come sit. Uh, Thank you. That was me sitting down. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't hesitate. I just immediately sit down. So? Does this character strike any kind of familiarity with me with any people I've seen before drawing or no? Drawing or no? Yes. Uh, you as in you or you as in Nox? Me as in Nox. Nox has never seen this person before. Okay. <laughs> That's a good question though. <laughs> um, and so we've got Magdor sitting down at the fire. Eurystu, are you also joining friends? Yeah. Um, as I sit down um, in Elvish, I guess I'll say thank you for the uh, invitation. Of course. I'm uh, always interested to meet new people, hear their stories. Um, no, nice, nice sword you got there. Where'd you get it forged? Oh, this was uh, forged at my home. This is a familial hand-me-down given to, it was a, pa- a rite of passage, coming of age sort of ceremony. Do you mind if I take a look at it? I'm a blacksmith myself, but I'm always interested in uh, swords of other natures. Oh, not at all. And he not, and he pulls it out. Max just looks like, why would you have it? But then he does it. And just like he spins it deftly around one finger and does this and moves his hand up a little bit. So it keeps spinning and then he stops it. And then he levitates it towards you. And it floats in the air to rest floating in the air in front of you. And he says, take it. it. it is it okay if I touch it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to hold it and just kind of inspect it. Uh, can I do identify while he's doing it? Just out of curiosity? Uh, if you cast like... a spell. Uh, you can, anybody can cast the identify spell if they hold something for an hour and attempt to attune to it. Um, but <laughs> Not the best idea to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's but if you, if you want to cast the spell, that'll just burn the spell slot. It'll happen instantaneously, though. Yeah, I'll cast the spell. I'll take a spell slot Sweet. on that. Um, this... Sword is powerful beyond anything you've ever seen before. Like, beyond Vorpal levels of power and magic within this. So much so that, to an extent, that magic is foreign enough that you can't determine the exact properties when you cast the Identify spell. But you know that it is a weapon of great significance. I'm gonna... Am I able to? Am I able to sense like uh, what kind of element of magic that's coming off of it? Like if it's Did you cast off detect anything? magic. I was just gonna see if I could feel like radiant power coming from it. No, no, okay. yeah, not unless he activated something that would you know outwardly do that. Uh, if you want to though, and cast detect magic, uh, you can. I, I can't. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to take the sword, and I've been holding it, you know, respectfully, and I'm just going to put it in the air and let go uh-huh. as Bagdor. Does it levitate or fall? Uh, He sees what you're doing and puts his hand up and just lifts his index finger just in an upward motion a little bit, and it stays there when you uh-huh. let go of it. I just kind of, like, force push it back to him. <laughs> uh, that, that's a nice blade you got there. I was 
gonna bless it for you, but it seems like you've got plenty of blessings on there. <laughs> yeah, it's been th- me and this uh, this blade have been through a lot, and he kind of looks very thoughtfully at the sword. And uh, I'm sorry, did either of you want to see it? Either I know it's it's a pretty weapon, so some people like to hold it. I I, I make it a habit to not uh, touch anybody else's weapons if I <laughs> I can avoid it. I appreciate that. Very interesting. And he just kind of thoughtfully, and you, miss? I'm good. Thank you. Okay. And he takes it and sheaves it ever so, ever so like smoothly. And uh, then looks back to you all and he says, so who are you? I'm, I'm sorry if I, I'm so forward, but I, I'm just always interested to hear where people have come from, where they're going. And obviously, if there's something you can't tell me, don't feel pressured. Just wanted the company. Um, uh, dwarf, uh, do you want to uh, introduce yourself first? Uh, I'm Magdo Bandon. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's it. I'm, I'm an old ex-blacksmith. He was ba- already going his, like, his, his backstory and then just deflated. Your family, if I don't don't fault me for presuming too much. Does your family hail from Gontelgrim? Aye, that's where I'm from. That's where I'm going. That's actually where we're headed. Why? I've just... got a meeting with somebody very important. <laughs> oh. oh, all right, all right. I won't pry. No, you don't have to pry. I, I'm going to meet with the king. He's uh, he's an. Uh... He was friends with my grandfather, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, you have to keep relationships maintained. No matter the yeah, distance. he'll cut off your arm. <laughs> I mean, did he cut off your arm? I'm just going to hold up my arm. Yeah, <laughs> I lost a contest wager. Oh, well, you know, I guess he does take his contest pretty seriously. <laughs> yep. But it looks like you're making the most of it. That's uh. That mechanism looks like it's not simple. No, and I honestly don't know how I've done it. My, my, uh, I don't know if I could say, my deity is, has been assisting me, the Forge God, uh, Moradin. Moradin himself. Wow, that is something. I've got You're receiving divine inspiration. To recreate the arm you lost in a contest with the king of Gonsalgrim. Well, you don't have to make it sound so insane. It sounds epic. That's amazing. I, I, I may have to follow up with you and find out how that goes. <laughs> just don't bring the king with you. <laughs> and I'm going to open up my cork and just start drinking. Absolutely. Uh, we have drinks... If you would like something else, and not 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 to dig into your own rations, you, you just have an ale. I just want something simple tonight. Okay. And what what about you two? What are uh, your stories? Um, my name is Vol. Uh, I also go by Nightwalker. I'm nothing as mm. epic as uh, my our dwarven friend here. I uh, was just exiled from my tribe and just been making ends meet, doing work for whoever is going to pay. You don't 
I've, I don't see many Goliaths this far south. Not so, many live to my age. No, this is... Uh, eh, that's usually territory. due to their own decisions. They're a little reckless at times. We are we are contest-driven. We are yeah. very competitive. Um, well, you, are a, you are a moon elf, correct? I am, yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to... Uh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy to share. With elves. Oh, you do? In what Just way? Just a little bit. Uh, I, I, survival is our thing, and I've taken many jobs in relations to tracking down elves or uh, other creatures, uh, but I have done a lot of work against elves. Oh, well, we are, there is a lot of us, so it doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> Nothing uh, malicious against elves, it's just somebody paid and I needed to survive. People are people. Some people are good, some people are bad. Whether or not they're an elf or a human or a dwarf, I don't fall for it. I've learned a lot out of it, it, though. Now I, 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 I speak elfish. Uh, that's how I learned to speak elfish. Wonderful. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty fluid, lovely language, is it not? It is a little bit too fluid for me. Uh, <laughs> that's we Goliaths, we Goliaths aren't very uh, on one for flair or pomp. Just to the point. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy that you were exiled, because if not... I may not have had a chance to beat you. Thank you for your hospitality. It's Absolutely. Not often we meet uh, people on the road willing to share their camp with us. Everybody's usually wary of one another for good reason. Normally I would be too, but I Absolutely. wasn't about to start a fight with your guards. <laughs> that <laughs> no, wouldn't have calm. gone well. I don't know if they would have hurt you. They may just have subdued you. I figured. <laughs> They're kind men uh, and women. But the last of you I'm most intrigued by is you, miss. Like, I, I say miss, but just like some of my brethren, sometimes beauty doesn't have a sex. I, I find myself confused as to how I'm, I would properly and politely refer to you. How would I refer to you in your preferred manner? I am just a friend. Friend, that is that's a nice sentiment. I like that. What's your story? Don't have much of one. Closed lips. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> like Knox has been like super quiet <laughs> this entire yeah. time. Is... I've been genuinely surprised. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, "I don't want to presume that you want to hear my story, but." I can share a little bit about myself, if that's okay. I would like that. And he looks to the other two party members, understanding that this is not, you know, it's not just fault. And he looks to you two, kind of waiting for approval. I'm warming my god. I was going to say, just kind of nod as I'm in (laughs) mid-drink. Okay. I... Don't think I would uh, give an appropriate response. I think I would be warming myself at the fire at this point, just because it's starting to okay. get a little bit colder. Yeah, it's getting a little nippy. Um, great. He he then looks back to the rest of you and kind of across you and says, "My name is uh, Razith Silverhand Galileo, and I used to be a part of a ragtag group, very much like yourself, uh, adventurers." 
an adventuring party. And over the years, I've lost most of those people um, to time or to circumstances or to people who would do wrong to others. Some of them sacrifice themselves for the betterment of everyone. And I'm the last one left. Uh, I just was taken aback a bit at kind of looking back in time at my own life and uh, seeing a, what looks like a young group of adventurers just starting out. I don't know, we're presumed to know what you've been through, but I don't, that's just my perception. And I was, uh, I just wanted to hear about you and maybe find out why you started adventuring together and what you're doing headed to Luskin because not very many people go to Luskin. This is the truth. So, do you, can do you, you know tell me? How do you know we're going to Luskin? I may or may not. <laughs> I ready fireball. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not just know a few people in Neverwinter and heard that there was a party of young adventurers going out to Luskin. Leaving about the same time as me. Way, or mysterious ways, okay, guys? Never Ember is a decent man, and he did not give me this information. I just heard it, and I'm being transparent with you. I just wanted to meet a group of young adventurers. I'm going to look hear to about group. what you're doing. Look over to the group and say, uh, I might have told my friend where we were going. That's my bad. I mean, it just might as well have been Algira, too. Um, oh, Algira! I love her. She's quite the woman. See, uh, <laughs> but Nox is like looking around, like, "What the hell is going on?" But I'd, I think it would be safe to assume that if um, uh, I'm sorry, we didn't we didn't quite get your name. Ah, uh, Razith. Razith. Uh, they call me Silverhand, and he he had gloves on to this point, and he uh, goes. This isn't something, this is how I got my nickname. Kind of, your Nightwalker my, is my silver hand. Uh, what was your tribe's name again? Val Nugoni. Mm, I'm not familiar with them, but I'm sure they're voracious. And he pulls like each finger off, and you see his hands look like they're made of quicksilver. As if they are like metallic and shiny, but they move and look just like hands. And he oh. says, they were bitten off by a dragon. <laughs> And uh, a friend of mine who is more adept than I at magic was able to recreate magically functioning hands, and I gained the nickname. He's a silver hand, Galileo. Uh, at this, uh, Magdor's gonna jump up and be like, "Oh!" and just do that and just grab his hand. And his be, hand, raise its yeah. hand, yeah. And, just, <laughs> and he how, says, "No, yes, please feel." Oh, he's already all feeling all up on that. How did you? How did you manage this? What? I what I technology? didn't. <laughs> I'm, it's just magic. A uh, little bit of uh, artificery, a little bit of straight-up wizardry. Uh, I mean, I understand some magic, but my level of understanding, I'm, I'm, I'll, my understanding of magic is a little more a combination of martial and magical uh, what, than it is just magical. Don't you think that's kind of cheating? It might be, but I kind of miss not having hands. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, no, you! 
you've done all of this with the divine inspiration of your deity. I'm sure that he will provide more t more information for you in the future. What should, you know, prove off? Prove I don't know why that wouldn't be true. Because <laughs> it is. I, I just gotta, <laughs> I just gotta level up first. <laughs> of course. Uh, I will say, a dragon sounds like one hell of a fight. I hope to be yes. able to face a dragon one day. It, that would be it, a true uh, test of my abilities. Yeah. It was. Is that some PTSD? And you see him... Yeah, you see him, like, kind of get... Like, he's been very, you know, charismatic and presentable, but this is the first moment you've seen that break a little bit, and you see, for the first time, it you know, like he looks a little tired, you know, like you can see a little bit of that experience. You, at this point, as, you know, not fledgling, but as newer adventurers, you can see that he's, 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 what is the word for it? He's been around the block a few times. He's, he's paid his he's due. Yeah, out. he's experienced. He may be a little burned out as well. Yeah. Um, and then he says, yes, it was quite a time, but a happier time in some ways, you know, but enough about me. I'm somebody, but I am happy to know you. Tonight, I want to drink. I want to tell stories. I want to revel. And tomorrow we'll make a quick start. And if you'd have me, I'd love to stay with you all, like travel together until we have to until divert paths. Yeah, I think that would make it easier for us to. Um, mm. And if you're more than happy to have us, yes. Uh, it's just that if there were not that you would do anything or if something came up that would get in the way of our job, uh, we would have to divert at that point. Absolutely. I completely understand. Whatever, whatever job you're doing is, I sometimes choose to not hear everything. I know you're headed to Luskin. I know you're a group of young adventurers. That's all I know. And that's probably all you will know, unfortunately. That's fine. And that's totally fine. I just wish you the best. Now, let's eat and drink. Kampai! Kampai! <laughs> and you spend the, the next few hours eating and drinking. He's a nice man. Like, some of the guards are able to sit down with you as well. They take off their... But you always see a consistent patrol of about four of the six or seven constantly walking the perimeter, like... It feels safe, like, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say it almost feels too safe because it, it feels very safe, like, um, and, uh, you go to sleep unless there's anything else you wanted to chat with him about, um, after a, a nice evening of good food and not burning any of your rations. I would probably look at the nearest, uh, guard to me mm -hmm. and I go, excuse me, what is your name? Elwin. I was expecting Yvonne for some reason. But I guess uh, <laughs> Elwin works. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I am. You are very funny. Um, did you, you want to say anything else? Yeah, sorry. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm letting you go. Before I sleep, I'm going to... I'm assuming the three of us are sleeping in proximity. Look over to uh, Knox and be like... Did you hear that goblin earlier? He he called me a Neverwinter, Ian. I, I didn't think I'd have a, another land to call home. It, is this what it feels like for you, too? Is that to you, Knox? Uh, I, I probably would look at 
Magdor with Dad, maybe even empty eyes and say, I've never felt home. And as well, you go I... to sleep underneath the clear autumn sky um, with full bellies and, you know, a new person to travel with, at least for a few days, um, that's where we'll call it as you continue your journey north. And we'll be back next week with uh, more awesomeness. Good job, guys. Heck yeah. Inspiration yeah. for everybody. Right before we Woo. take a long rest. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at LR the 11th. All spelled out. And you can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Looks like Huston with two N's in the Glen. And I am at Zigzagoon, like the Pokemon and the League champion. And I finally followed you guys back. Thank Not you. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Len is a part of a sister D&D show called Ready to Roll, where they just wrapped up a fun adventure over at the Forgotten Arch Archipelago. Go check them out if you want to enjoy some seafaring joy. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. And this is Tyler. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Miss you. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. <laughs>